Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to episode 6 of the Business of NIL. My name is Ahmed El Houli and today uh, we have a very interesting guest, uh, Miss Rachel Perkins, the CEO of uh, PLM, basically that is a acronym as they call it, but basically Rachel has had extensive experience in the world of um, athlete management, uh, used to work for one of the biggest athlete agencies. Um, and she's got quite the, quite the resume. So she currently manages over 50, 50 athletes in the NFL and many other, other 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 sports. So we'll just hold on until Rachel joins joins the call and we'll bring her straight in. But yeah, absolutely. She um, Rachel will be able to give us insight on the the daily lives of of, of the of professional athletes insight that we weren't we, we weren't able to get a hold of before so rachel absolutely here she comes actually she's just joined us rachel is in the building let's bring her on here we go rachel's about to join us Rachel. Hey, sorry about that. How you doing? How's things? Good. It's been crazy. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, you know, just just like yourself, being very, very busy, just trying to get things moving. But it's not about me. In this show, it's all about, about you. So let's get into it. Let's uh, tell people a bit about yourself, who you are, your background, what you're currently doing, you know, all the all, all the fun stuff. Yeah, um, I guess that was a lot of questions. But to start, um, I started my company, I guess, about three years ago. And obviously, I've been like prepping a lot for the NIL stuff now that college kids can make money. But I kind of really centered my business around wanting to help athletes, especially young athletes, learn life and learn kind of how to position themselves as a business, learn the business side of things, learn everything outside of obviously what they're learning and doing on the field, on the court, um, just kind of the holistic approach to being an athlete. So I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily help them learn that side of things. So I think it's important to be a resource and a sounding board and kind of help them through that process. Awesome. Um, Rachel, let's, let's get into, I mean, the journey of athlete i mean once they make the professional levels what the challenges involve um who they are what the day-to-day -day looks like you know just give us a bit of insight you know what that that is all about <laughs> every day is different for sure um i mean it's a lot of behind the scenes it's a lot of grunt work it's a lot of stuff that people don't necessarily see or you wouldn't necessarily think of when you think of working in sports um it's I mean, it's a relationship-based business. You have to build trust. You have to do the work. You have to show up. You have to provide value. Um, 
it's just really important to kind of be consistent and show the guys that you are there for them and, and not just because they're making a lot of money or when they're making a lot of money, you're playing well on the field or the court or uh, if they're going to the Olympics and throw, if it's discus or javelin or whatever, like if they're doing well and they're sporting their career, like so much more goes into being an athlete, whether it's family coming at them, whether it's monetary pressures and learning how to run a s successful business off the field of depositing checks and setting up an LLC and just kind of all the, everything that goes into being an athlete. Um, it's just a lot more than people realize, I guess. So I feel like that's important to me to be able to help them take stressors off and make their life easier. Yeah. Can you just touch a bit on the off-field stuff? I mean, because now with NIL, what we're seeing is that uh, over half a million athletes have come to life. Uh, and when I say come to life, I mean now, now is when the, the real journey starts because now they can, they're going to be able to make money. They have to control finances. They have to build relationships. They have to get sponsorships. You know, So what does that part of the world look like? And what should these athletes be, be looking for? Well, it's different for every athlete. I would say it's really important to kind of get super introspective, really self-evaluate who you are, who you want to be outside of your sport, who you want to portray, and what parts of your personality you want to put out there for people. And it's really important not to just take anything that comes your way, because that's a really easy way to saturate your brand, but really just figuring out what makes you tick, figure out your why, figure out the kind of companies you want to partner with, the kind of person you want fans to see um and really like leaning into that and centering all of your content all of your initiatives everything around that center brand because people know when it's not authentic fans know buyers know teams know everyone knows when it's just you're in it to make a quick buck so i would just say have the right people around you to kind of vet those processes um and really make sure it's it's authentic so the title of the episode is the perks and 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 the and the pitfalls of the of the lifestyle. So, can you talk to us about some of the perks and and some of the pitfalls? Let's start with the perks. <laughs> yeah, obviously that's where my company name came from. So yeah, I mean it really again depends on the athlete. So perks wise, like obviously outside looking in, everyone's like they're millionaires and their problems aren't real problems, and they get to spend money on this and that and cars and clubs and girls and travel and whatever it is but really so much comes with that it's obviously more money more problems and so really being able to come into that with a plan and a holistic approach like I said of just being proactive is really important because people may think that they are someone that's just into the flashy things and kind of gets whatever they want and doesn't really have real problems but more money comes with more responsibility, comes with more people coming at you, it comes with more people bringing you opportunities that you don't know. It could be a horrible investment or a business idea or horrible opportunity, wrong place, wrong time. So like it's really just, again, having the right people around you to be able to help you vet those those different um, situations, I guess, that are getting thrown your way. And so, I mean, on the pitfall side of it, like I've done a lot with my clients of just Really, obviously, I get to know them. I live through the ups and the downs of their careers, of their life, their home life, their family life, like everything. And you never know what they're going through when they're – maybe they drop a pass and people are quick to hate on them on social media. But no one really knows that maybe they 
lost a family member last week or they're struggling with something like internally just I mean on the mental health side obviously that's huge so it's just really um being able to be there and listen to those guys because just being able to like tell them to push it like brush it off or ignore it or whatever just leads to obviously more problems in the long run so I would say the highs are high the lows are low a lot of the pitfalls for my guys have just been making mistakes, not asking the right questions, not preparing themselves going into different situations and surrounding themselves with the wrong people. So, You said the word proactive a couple of times. Um, can you give us a few examples on how athletes can be proactive so they don't fall into, into these pitfalls? Yeah. And um, I mean, there's different parts of the, the proactive side of the business. I mean, it can be proactive when it comes to building your brand and thinking about ahead of time who you are, who you want to be. Um, but even like before you go to college, figuring out what kind of coach you want to play for, what kind of environment you want to be at. Do you want to be in a big school, a small school, um, who you surround yourself with. And um, it leads into everything from your major and what you want to do post-career. If you don't make it to the league, if you're playing in college and building your income because obviously money comes and goes very quickly and a lot of this NIL stuff it's going to be interesting when tax season comes around and scholarships are lost because they're making too much money in marketing endorsements but they don't realize that it's going to counteract with their hope with their scholarship or whatever it is that they have to to claim all that income um so it's really just important to kind of have a game plan know what could go wrong in different situations and really just educating yourself because you can't rely on everyone to just either do it for you or tell you what to do because that's not always going to happen and it's not always going to be the right information, especially because your situation is so unique as an athlete. Can you can you touch upon a bit about how you said that you, you make a certain amount of money and then you, you lose your scholarship? Um, do, you, do you have any information more around that? Well, it's honestly, it'll be interesting how they kind of monitor all that because right now it's kind of a crapshoot of monitoring different deals. And I'm very stressing with my guys to be very compliant with um, their school and their compliance officers. So I'll get on the phone with them if I need to and kind of walk through everything that could become a deal, could become monetary um, opportunities for them. And so it's really important to know what your school is doing and not doing the resources they have in their particular rules in that state because they differ across the board. And so with NCAA, they don't have any really regulation right now. It just basically is like no gambling, no alcohol, no uh, any like pornography, you know, like anything that's kind of obviously the, the super taboo areas, but they don't have, I don't think it, enough time went into creating a system. It was just so much pressure to go ahead and let these athletes make money, which is obviously an awesome opportunity, but it didn't really have time to build out the infrastructure of educating all these athletes on how they need to go about it. So um, I don't have specifics on obviously tax implications and how that's going to differ. It depends on the state. It depends on how much money you're making. It depends on what kind of endorsements you're doing and whether it's sweat equity, whether it's whatever, like monetary value whether it's anything it's it's going to be different for every single person so that's why it's important to be proactive and have that team around you that's it's catering your your entire situation to you yeah absolutely makes makes a, a ton of sense how have you found the first um 
21 days of NIL. What, what, what are some of the highlights to you? What are some of the downfalls? It's been crazy. I just feel like everyone's scrambling, to be honest. I mean, I, I've done a lot of work on the back end of just kind of preparing to educate kids in the process. Um, and I think a lot of the kids I've talked to, I'm surprised by how level-headed they are taking things because obviously if you're not a huge name quarterback wide receiver at a big school like there's going to be opportunities but not like I said not all opportunities are good for specific clients like it's making sure that you're finding the right opportunities you're asking the right questions you're looking at contracts you're having someone who is knowledgeable in contracts look at that because I think right now a lot of people are just scrambling. Like, there's a lot of platforms out there. There's a lot of different opportunities that you can get your name out to brands. But I would just say that it's been a lot of people rushing to make a quick deal, a quick buck, a quick partnership, not necessarily knowing what they're getting into and and what the restrictions are, what um, kind of the the terms of the deal are, and what like length of contract and and just paying attention to kind of all of the moving parts because marketing is, is very complex when it comes to that. Yeah. I mean, um, we've, we've, we've also seen, seen the same one. One of the things that we're seeing is there's a huge lack of education. Um, mm -hmm. the, 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 the top tier athletes are plugged in because they've got brands coming up from left, right and center. The tier below that it's, um, it's definitely missing a time of education. I mean, if you have any resources that you, you could share with the, with the audience or people who you think they should go read up on or whatever, that definitely, definitely would, would be good to share. If not, it's, it's all good basically, but yeah, it's education is missing and it's going to cause a lot of headaches moving forward. Yeah. And I mean, I've been kind of putting together like a quote unquote playbook of just kind of educating athletes on the different marketing platforms that are out there, the different opportunities kind of, how to figure out what kind of partnerships and brands they even want to work with. Um, but it's kind of hard to do a one size fits all approach too. It's, I mean, I've talked to some compliance officers, I've talked to some um, different like coaches at different schools and every school is super unique and different in how they're approaching it. Some are a little bit more territorial. and want to keep everything in house. Some are the more the merrier. I want to educate my guys. I maybe just don't have the time or the resources to do it. Um, it's, it's been interesting to see kind of how each school has been handling it. Um, but it's, it's again, not necessarily a blanket one size fits all approach because I would say that you need to figure out who you are as an athlete, what kind of money you want to make, what kind of opportunities are for you and for your sport, because that's going to be different for a college softball player versus an SEC wide receiver or a track and field, um, like freshman, sophomore in college versus, like, a basketball star at Louisville or Kentucky. Um, so it really is figuring out what's available to you, what your school offers is the first step I would start with because you obviously want to stay compliant, and they have the resources. I mean, they don't necessarily have the flexibility to be able to secure some of those partnerships for you but they can advise you on what you should and shouldn't do and kind of basically just guide you in that process and then getting trusted resources around you that you can ask those questions that are experienced and knowledgeable in the NIL space. Um, 
because it's still forming. It's still evolving. It's every single day is something different. Absolutely. And that probably brings us to our conclusion. I mean, um, we're seeing the space evolve literally on uh, now more week to week, I'd say with a few things earlier on was, was day to day, but um, Rachel, thank you very much. Uh, I really, really appreciate you joining me on, on the show. And if you have any final words, feel free to share them. Yeah, I mean, my um, Instagram, I know you tagged it earlier. It's just Perks Lifestyle Management. So if anyone has any questions or needs help getting set up on any of the platforms or um, really just kind of wants to vet ideas or opportunities that they're getting thrown their way and, and people that are reaching out to them or if they want to be a little bit more proactive, I'm happy to kind of be a resource and educate them and point them in the right direction if, if I can't help them find the answer. Awesome. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Rachel Perkins, CEO of Perks Lifestyle Management. Thank you very much for joining me on the business of NIL. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?